Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. The building. It's the DFS hour, although there's not, uh, you know, it's not a ton of DFS going on right now, is there? <laughs> there's not a ton of DFS going on right now, but fortunately there is two NBA Summer League uh, games on the board uh, here this evening. And when I woke up this morning, actually, I checked uh, DraftKings and they had nothing up. I was like, oh, man, come on. You're telling me you're not going to have these uh, NBA Summer League games up? Um, so they've got the NBA Summer League games up. I actually believe there's a little tennis on the board right now, and uh, this uh, DFS tennis has sort of crept up on me. I don't even know what, what tournament this is. Like, what, what, what's this? It starts at 4 a.m. Introducing fantasy tennis. Yeah, so this, I've never played uh, tennis. This is new. I missed out on the Wimbledon. I got to be honest, I didn't realize uh, they even had. So well, what's the deal with this? Did they have Wimbledon DFS tennis? And I'm just realizing this. I don't think so. Like, I would have noticed. Introducing fantasy tennis. Introducing a six-player lineup using man the goal to score the highest total fantasy points. Blah, blah. All right. Yeah. Yeah, scoring. How do you score in tennis? What's the deal here? Wow. It's a lot of uh, whoever put this together, man. You got to put a lot of stuff together. All right, so best of three set scoring, 30 points, plus 30 points for a match played, 30 points and five games won. So basically they have two sets of scoring. They have scoring when you're playing a um, you know best of three, and they have the best of five for the, uh, the Grand Slam major events. Wow, you get points for like a lot of different stuff. So games won, games won two points, games lost, minus 1.6 points, set won five points. Set loss, minus 2.5. Match one, plus five points. Ace, plus 0.25 points. Double fault, minus a point. Break, plus a half a point. Clean set bonus, awarded for winning a set without losing a game, plus 2.5 points. Straight set bonus. Award winning uh, a match without losing a set, plus five points. No double fault bonus, plus five points. 10 plus ace bonus. Oh, yeah, they even had to think of this. Win by retirement bonus. Win by retirement, set one, plus 20 points. Win by retirement, set two, plus 15 points. Win by retirement. Wow. Is anybody a uh, DFS tennis expert out there? <laughs> help uh, help us uh, walk through this. Um, all right, so let's take a look at, uh, we've, we've got NBA tonight, and uh, they're down to the final four right now. They're down to the final four. 
in the NBA Summer League. We've got two games on top uh, here this evening. And uh, we, I, you know what? I think we've got some interesting uh, options uh, as well. Um, for from a DraftKings perspective, so it's the uh, the the NBA Summer League, the 5K pull up jumper, and uh, they've got a couple of uh, they got a couple of tournaments up and running. You know, there's about uh, there's about 2,000 people, 1,700 people in these, so they're they're relatively uh, they're relatively active. We've got two games on the board here tonight: the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Los Angeles Lakers. And of course, yesterday was interesting. LeBron James. Uh, LeBron James showed up in Vegas at the Summer League and uh, sat courtside, and he was wearing Lakers gear. He was wearing Lakers shorts and uh, Lakers shirt. He was sitting courtside. It's curious that he showed up last night, and um, and the Lakers won. The Lakers keep winning. Lakers haven't lost a game in the Summer League, actually. It's interesting that he showed up last night. Will he be there tonight? I don't know. You know, only because tonight suddenly... Already, who are the Lakers playing tonight? The Cleveland Cavaliers. I was thinking last night, too. You know, LeBron was there. LeBron was in shorts. Like, it would have been cool if LeBron played in the Summer League game. Should have been like, yeah, as long as as I'm here, put me in for a couple of minutes. (laughs) You know? Shock everyone in the arena. As long as I'm here, put me in for a couple of minutes. I'll take a couple of shots. But Tyron Lue was there. Of course, there was, you know, there's a video of Tyron Lue and, and LeBron hugging. Uh, courtside, but it'll be interesting to see if LeBron goes back tonight. My guess is no, because he doesn't want to face the Cleveland media and stuff and the circus that it'll be. Yeah, and, you know, I'm curious about that. So that game's at 8.30 Eastern time, and then we got Memphis and Portland at 10.15 uh, Eastern time. Two-game tournament, standard uh, basketball, DraftKings, point guard, shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center guard, forward, utility. Now, a couple of guys have been freaking lighting it up, man, here uh, in, in, the, in the Summer League. And uh, let's uh, share it with you. So uh, let's start off with the first guy I'm going with here at guard. And I pretty much am taking this guy just because I wanted to say his name. Scoochie. Scoochie Smith. Scoochie Smith is uh, $5,100. He's put up 24 and 25 DK points, respectively, in his last uh, two games. He's doing a little bit of everything uh, for the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers. So, you know, you're getting, um, you know, you're going to get some points, assist. You know, he mixes it up. A lot of uh, some, you know, you're getting some uh, diversity here. You know, 24 DK points um, against the Toronto Raptors uh, yesterday in an 82 68 uh, Cavalier win. You know, you look and it's sort of underwhelming when you look at the box score, but it adds up to some fantasy production and not bad. Actually, $5,100. Basically, what, you're, I mean, what I'm looking for is who's actually playing, right? How many minutes are these guys getting? And you look at Scoochie Smith. He played 19 minutes on Saturday. He played uh, 27 minutes last night. So I'm sort of expecting around 20, 22 minutes or so. He was 6 for 12 from the field uh, against the Houston Rockets. Just 3 for 7 from the field against the Raptors. Uh, but... He hit two three-pointers. He hit three three-pointers against Houston. So the last two games, he's hit five three-point shots. He had you know four rebounds, two assists, two blocks, a steal. So a little bit of everything. He finished with 10 points, uh, but it added up to 24 DK points. The game against the Houston Rockets on Saturday, he finished with 25 uh, DK points. 
So we're going to go with Scoochie Smith um, in that uh, spot. Now, a player that has probably been the best player, actually, in the uh, in the entire summer league has been the Los Angeles Lakers' Josh Hart. All right, he's absolutely killed it. He's scored, he's put up at least 31 DraftKing points or more in all six games that the Lakers have played or in the six games that uh, he's played in, I, I should note. Now, we mentioned... Um, we mentioned that the Lakers and the Cavaliers last night, he put up 18 points, four assists, two rebounds, had two steals. All right, uh, you know, pretty, pretty impressive run right now for uh, for Josh Hart. Hart's really making a name for himself here in Vegas. thing is, Josh Hart's not a rookie, right? He was a rookie this year, so he's a second-year guy, and this can really be a catapult uh, for Josh Hart's uh, career uh, right now. But absolutely sick production, man, in the summer league. Uh, last night against the Pistons, Six for 12 from the field, two rebounds, four assists, uh, two steals, 31 DraftKings points. All right, against uh, against the Clippers, 35 DraftKings points. Against the Knicks, 46 DraftKings points. All these are summer league games, obviously. Against Chicago, 34 DraftKings points. Against Philadelphia, 32 DraftKings points. In six games, the least amount of DK points this dude uh, has put up has been 31 as far as real points are concerned, look, he dropped 18 on the Pistons, 20 on the Clippers, 27 on the Knicks, uh, 19, uh, 19 on the Bulls. And don't forget, these are shorter games too, right? So uh, Philadelphia, uh, 24. Some serious production uh, for Josh Hart. It's one thing with the Lakers. The Lakers do have some good young players. Serious production uh, from Josh Hart, man. Nothing uh, really not to like about. He's expensive, but I think he's going to uh, he's going to put up some big numbers again. Uh, Jamel Artis, all right. Uh, Jamel Artis has been getting some pretty big minutes uh, right now, and he he's another dude that's been pretty consistent, man. Twenty three DK points or more in in three games uh, for Artis. Another Cleveland Cavalier player here. $6,200, but, you know, talking about the, you know, listen, you're spending $6,200, but let's look at the minutes that this kid is playing. All right, he, play, he played 27 minutes last night. He played 32 minutes against the Houston Rockets. He played 29 minutes against the Kings, 29 minutes against the Bulls. I mean, the kid is getting minutes, and he's responding. He's a rebound machine. All right, he had eight rebounds uh, last night against the Raptors. He had nine rebounds against the Rockets. He had seven rebounds against Sacramento. So Artis has been a nice uh, a nice player. 23 DK points or more in three straight games. He's racked up 24 rebounds in uh, in the last uh, three games. So I was talking about Josh Hart uh, of the LA Lakers. And Josh Hart, you know, has been the best player at, uh, at the Vegas Summer League. But if there's a guy that's like, you know, the best second, and we should note, Josh Hart, not a rookie, so I'm saying this, the best rookie. Like, Josh Hart's been the best player, but, you know, like I said, he's his second year here, right? He was a rookie last year. He showed some things, and now, you know, he's really starting to develop more. But uh, Jaron Jackson, man, Jaron Jackson, the kid out of Michigan State, we talked about Jaron Jackson a lot coming into the draft. He was sort of one of these trendy picks that came out of nowhere. Not a player that a lot of people talked about during the regular season, but the NBA scouts and teams really liked them. 
And uh, we're seeing why he ended up getting drafted fourth overall by the Memphis Grizzlies. And uh, if Hart, uh, if Hart isn't the best player here, then Jackson really is, you know, then Jackson's the guy. All right. I think he's been the best rookie uh, showing. He's just doing a little bit of everything, actually. All right. Like in the last game, 14 points, eight rebounds and four blocks. This is last night against the Philadelphia 76ers. Against the Utah Jazz, he had nine points, nine rebounds, and seven blocks. You know, nearly a triple double, but with blocks in there with the triple double. You know, earlier, you know, earlier in the, in the Vegas Summer League, uh, Jackson was hitting three point shots. Like this kid really is a versatile player, a modern, a modern NBA player, sort of like Ananobi on the Raptors, or um, you know, we see. Um, Josh Jackson uh, with the Phoenix Suns, former Kansas uh, Jayhawk. Jared Jackson putting up some serious, uh, serious numbers. Uh, we're talking about his uh, 14 points, eight rebounds, four blocks against uh, the Sixers, nine points, nine rebounds, seven blocks against uh, the Utah Jazz. So Jared Jackson uh, will be in our lineup. Deontay Davis, the center position is kind of a wasteland here this evening. Deontay Davis, six thousand dollars. It's a little pricey, but he has been a rebound machine. He's put up 18 DraftKings points or more in um, in all six uh, summer league games that he's played in. He's put up 20 DraftKings points or more in five of the six games. You know, are we getting 30 points? No, uh, here. But the thing is, I mean, it's the summer league guys, right? It's not like there's reliable star players you can count on to give you a certain amount of points, but. You know, that's why I was talking about it. It comes down to uh, to the playing time here. But uh, for $6,000, I think Davis is worth a look uh, here this evening. The kid's getting minutes. I'm playing against Portland here this evening. You look at uh, you look at Deontay Davis's minutes. It's funny, too. I'm not surprised Memphis is here. You know, before the uh, before the summer league uh, started, I talked about Memphis's roster and it's a pretty good roster by summer league standards, so I'm not surprised they made it to the final four. So Deontay Davis has uh, guy's been a rebounding machine, man. Ten rebounds against the Sixers uh, last night, finished with 22 uh, DK points. Ten rebounds, just six points uh, from the field, three for six from the field. But you know he's more about the rebounds. Uh, he had eight rebounds against the Utah Jazz, uh, six rebounds against Oklahoma City. So as I stated, you, you get a, you're getting a little bit of production uh, here with uh, with Davis. 18 or more in six, 20 or more in uh, five or six. He's put up 51 rebounds in summer league play. Um, a real uh, a player that's been this is probably the best value pick of the night here, guys. I think, and I'm talking about John Jenkins of the uh, Portland Trailblazers. 
Jenkins went off, man. You know, he, he scored 25 points uh, the other night. I'm talking about 25 real points. I'm actually surprised he's not uh, a little bit more expensive. I'd say if there's one player that you're really going to listen to me with, although I think we have a pretty good lineup here tonight. If uh, there's one player, it's John Jenkins, $4,900. He put up 25 uh, real points. Now, he doesn't really do anything else. He had one rebound and two assists only. So he finished with 30 DK points. But this kid can uh, can score. People are very, very impressed uh, with his summer league uh, performance. He was one for four from the field in the game before that, but he was five for six in uh, in the game previous to that. So John Jenkins tonight, $4,900. I think uh, he is uh, the value pick of the night. Uh, Billy Preston. Billy, great name. Billy Preston. He's also been solid for the Cavaliers. 21 DK points or more in four of the five games uh, that he's uh, been in. And uh, Anthony uh, Simmons. Anthony uh, Simmons. All right. Uh, he put off. He put 20 points up a couple of games ago. He's sort of been up and down in this summer league, uh, but he's cheap, and we basically were able to squeeze some pretty big uh, scores in here. I wanted to get Colin Sexton in the lineup as well. Lineup Lock Live continues. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies, to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS. WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America. Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly 1 million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure. But you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. Game Time Decisions Lineup Walk Live continues. Our boy Pushy, Profits for Life tuning in, who's a big DFS player, says, uh, sounds like tennis is a little bit too much of a headache to put together for tonight. It starts at 4 in the morning, so you know what, Pushy? We got time. 
We've got time in the late night hours, actually, if you want to get real degenerate and hop in on some uh, late night DFS tennis. Uh, but we just uh, went over some NBA uh, summer league uh, stuff uh, for you. And as I was stating, I think Jenkins is a great play at uh, $4,900 um, this evening. We talked about Colin Sexton. Sexton uh, Sexton's having a nice uh, nice run as well. We were talking about uh, Jared Jackson being the top rookie. Sexton has produced for the Cleveland Cavaliers in, in the summer league. So the, my lineup is Scoochie Smith. Scoochie, great name. Scoochie Smith, $5,100. Josh Hart is $9,000. But as I stated, he scored 31 DK points or more in all six games uh, so far. Jamel Artis, $6,200. Been playing uh, big minutes, putting up uh, big points, 23 DK points or more in three straight games. Jaron Jackson, rookie out of Michigan State with Memphis, has been awesome. Deontay Davis, $6,000, rebounding machine. John Jenkins, best value pick of the night at $4,900. Billy Preston has been solid for the Cavaliers, 21 DK points or more in four to five games that he's been in. And Anthony Simmons to wrap it up. All right, so we've got uh, Smith, Hart, Artis, Jackson, um, Davis, Jenkins, Preston, and Simmons. So we got the home run derby. Home run derby here this evening. Looking at uh, looking at the matchups. Aguilar versus Hoskins. So, you know, Aguilar is a trendy pick uh, for this derby this evening. All right. Um, he's got 24 home runs which leads the National League. Bryce Harper's right behind him with 23 home runs. He's third in the National League with RBI, 70 RBI uh, on the year. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but I told you before the year started that I really liked the Milwaukee Brewers. It's funny, too, because, you know, the Brewers won. The Brewers won 86 games last year. And to me, they got better. You know, they brought in Yelich. They brought in Lorenzo Cain. And people, oh, they're pitching, they're pitching. Their pitching's fine, don't worry. And the sign I like about the Milwaukee Brewers as well is that, you know, they try to sign Arietta. They try to get you, Darvish. And, you know, well, you guys dodged a bullet, actually, in Darvish. You Darvish sucks, all right? Um, but, you know, my point is they actually tried. Like, the Milwaukee Brewers are showing that, you know what, if they can get a good pitcher at the trade deadline, they will, and they'll spend the money to do it. But they've got a pretty good lineup. They're going to have to deal with the Cubs in the second half of the season. But so... My only deal with Aguilar here is tonight is, I don't know, man. It's just a little bit, uh, he's almost just too trendy. He's, he's too trendy. And, you know, he's a young player. It's his second year of big league baseball. So there's a lot of hype about Aguilar here tonight. I get it. He's probably going to beat Hoskins in, in the opening matchup, yet I'm not positive. You know, I'm not, I'm not positive. That's the one versus eight. Aguilar versus Hoskins. But I do believe that Aguilar uh, will pass and, uh, and, and win. All right, so you remember last year, you remember last year Hoskins went off, man. So this kid came out of nowhere. He set a Major League Baseball record. He had 18 home runs in his first 34 games. It was unbelievable. Um, this year, the power has dissipated a little bit, but he's still a good hitter, and I think it's actually for the best. You know, the kid's hitting a lot of doubles and stuff, and 
you know, you don't want him only just swinging for the fences all the time. You know, you know what do you want? Him, you want him to turn into what Dave Kingman or something? <laughs> all these dudes who just strike out all the time. I mean, you know, it's not a crime to be able to you know make contact with, with baseball. It doesn't have to go over the wall every time. But in a batting practice setting like this, the kid, you know, if he gets in a groove, if he gets in a groove, I mean, he's going to be as dangerous as anybody. That's the thing. Any one of these players can win this thing. This isn't like the slam dunk uh, competition where, well, that guy's just not as creative and the big guy isn't going to be able to do what the little guy did. Any one of these guys could easily crush 30 home runs during their little session here. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm sort of hesitant to want to lay a price on these guys. So Hoskins got 14 home runs, but listen, I think Aguilar is going to win. But I'm just I'm just warning you that you know, there's nothing a lock in, in these home run derbies. And as far as who's throwing to them, I think there's a little bit of advantage to Hoskins. Aguilar's got his brother throwing to him. Hoskins uh, Hoskins has the minor league uh, infield coordinator. Uh, the Philadelphia Phillies, who he has a good relationship with, um, who he knows from the minors, who threw BP to him. Which leads us into um, into Alex uh, Alex Bregman and Kyle Schwarber. Uh, Schwarber uh, Schwarber's a freaking monster who you know obviously can crush uh, baseballs. Listen to this from, uh, this is Schwarber's, this is from the ringer. Career high home run to fly ball rate, uh, Kyle Schwarber, 26.2%. Holy crap. 26% of the time that he hits a fly ball, it ends up being a, uh, a a home run. Schwarber, you know, with me, I don't know, man. Schwarber, I find Schwarber annoying, and I there's nothing against him personally. It's just that... Um, Schwarber like gets talked about like he's you know some phenom, and yeah, Schwarber is a monster, right? Like, Schwarber crushes a baseball, you know, it's it's gonna go far. But you know, the guy's a horrible defensive player. You know, there's a lot of holes in Schwarber's game, but he's on the Cubs and everyone loves him. But the hard contact rate is uh, is very very impressive, and the twenty six point two percent fly ball to home run ratio rate. Is very impressive as well. But remember, this isn't a contest who's going to hit the ball further. This is just who's going to get it over to wall more. Now, this is pretty, pretty interesting uh, with Bregman. Bregman, in the last 158 games, Bregman's hit, um, he's hit 31 home runs. Bregman leads the Houston Astros with 20 home runs, 64 RBIs. His OPS is 928. Total base is 200. He's an all-around player, Bregman. Bregman's a good hitter, and everyone's going to be on Schwarber here. Oh, Kyle Schwarber, look at him. Oh, you know what I mean? Everyone's going to be on Schwarber in that matchup. I'm going to go with Bregman here, and is Bregman going to be able to win the home run derby? I don't know, man. Is he going to be able to win? I don't know. You know, probably not. There's a reason why he's the last guy selected. 
uh, as far as the odds makers are concerned. Uh, but, I mean, to me, like I stated, man, this is a freaking home run derby, guys. Anything can happen, man. All right? You're up there for, what, four minutes? You know, a couple of baseballs come your way. You know, you either get in a groove or you don't. All right, we can, we, you know, we can kill ourselves trying to handicap this, but, all you know, we're just doing our best and giving you the information that I think you need uh, here. So, as far as who's pitching uh, to these guys, uh, like we talked about earlier, this is another thing. If you believe in, you know, you want some information here, baby, this is what you're tuning in for. Um the bullpen guy that's pitching, the bullpen catcher guy that's pitching to um, to Bregman for the uh, the Houston Astros tonight, he's done this three times before. So he's pitched in a home run derby three times uh, before. You know, it just means that uh, he, under, you know, he's been through this process. He's not going to get rattled. You know, come on, like we'll get to it in a second. But Javier, Javier Baez has his brother pitching to him. His brother's not a baseball player. You know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, he's doing it for fun, essentially. Yeah, I like the fact that Bregman's got a guy that pitches batting practice to him with the Astros all the time. And I like the fact that uh, this guy that pitches to him all the time has actually done this three times before. So it's a little inside information there for you uh, as far as Bregman is concerned. So I'm going to go with Bregman over Schwarber. I'm going to go with Bregman over, uh, over Schwarber. Now we got Bryce Harper and Freddie Freeman. So the thing with Bryce Harper is, as I was saying earlier with Cam and with Mike Blewett, you know, Harper's not having a great year. And the kid definitely is. Well, the kid, he's an adult, but I was going to say the dude, you know, he definitely is. He's costing himself a lot of money right now. And not in, a, not, not in the sense that, listen, it's not like he's still not going to get a mega sick contract. But... There was talk a year or two ago, for the last two years or so, there was a lot of talk about Bryce Harper becoming the first $500 million player in baseball. Of course, we remember the A-Rod contract years ago, right? $250 million. So there was a thought by Harper and by his people, his agent, his management team, and others that, and, and Jose Fernandez, may he rest in peace as well, was also like in that conversation of getting this type of money. And Manny Machado, for the record. <laughs> Excuse me, more specifically, more specifically, uh, Bryce Harper. But there was, there was talk. I mean, Bryce Harper was floating it out there that, you know, when I'm a free agent, you know, don't don't come calling unless you're coming with like you know four hundred and fifty five hundred million dollars type of thing, because that's that's the ballpark we're going to be looking at. I think that I think that could be off the table right now. I think that just might be a little bit excessive. The fact is, we you know the A Rod deal was a long time ago, and it just goes to show how much money A Rod actually got at the time getting the two hundred fifty million dollars. But the fact is. The, 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 the salaries in baseball have sort of topped off in that neighborhood. You know, $28 million a year. You know, basically, you know, I think that Harper was thinking, all right, I'll sign a 10-year deal for $500 million type thing. No one's going to do that now. You know, Harper, he's going to get the biggest contract ever, I would imagine. You know, maybe he can get $300 million, $330 million. You know, we'll see how many teams actually step up 
And that's another thing, too. When you're a big player like that, you don't really have, you're not, it's not like, oh, everybody's going to want Bryce Harper. Yeah, sure. You know, and I'm sure the Toronto Blue Jays wouldn't mind having Bryce Harper on the team if he's willing to play for $8 million a year because they're not going to pay him more, right? So, you know, there's, he's not, you know, that's the thing with these guys. You know, like you look at a player like Kawhi Leonard right now, similar situation because he's a free agent, but a lot of these big players, they they think, well, everyone's going to want me. Yeah, but dude, if you if you want this incredible amount of money, you're isolating the amount of teams that can actually afford you. Right? So, you know, Bryce Harper can't hold the Dodgers hostage. Oh, I demand $500 million. I mean, really, it's going to come down to, I don't know, man, the Dodgers, I would imagine. The Dodgers are always seemingly in a mix of these things. I don't really know if they're in love with them. And this, this is another thing, too, when I say, so his numbers are a little down with Harper, but his reputation isn't great. And I don't know if that should matter. I don't know if it does matter. But his reputation isn't great. Like, it's never been great amongst, you know, a lot of people, he rubs people the wrong way. People think he has an attitude. Um, and the fact of the matter is, the biggest thing against him right now is, well, hey, he's in a contract year and he's struggling. But number two is, the club that he plays on, the Washington Nationals, they've never had any success, right? It's not like Harper has taken them to the World Series. It's not like Harper, you know, has been a dominant player in the playoffs for them or anything like that. So I think that there's there's teams that are sort of looking at Harper now and, and thinking, you know, yeah, he's good, but whatever, man. He's on the Nationals right now. They have all those great pitchers and stuff, and what's he doing for them? Right? You know, so that's where I'm saying when he's his stock is going down a little bit right now. I think the Chicago Cubs are going to make a big run at him, though. He's buddies with Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo's from Vegas as well. You know, the fact that he's from Las Vegas is, listen, there's no team in Las Vegas, but the fact that he's from Las Vegas, Harper is a very West Coast type of guy. So I've always thought just that Harper would be a good fit in Los Angeles, yet it might not be with the Dodgers. And listen, I love the Dodgers. I would welcome Bryce Harper to the team. I would never turn down a talent like him, but... You know, I'm not dying to get Bryce Harper only because I have the same question marks that I'm talking about that a lot of others have. And then, of course, and, you know, a lot of people think it was J.P. Ricciardi that did this, but, of course, there was a unnamed executive this year that recently basically did an interview and stated that Harper's way overrated. He said, you know, Harper will hit a couple of home runs, but he doesn't deal with pressure well. He doesn't get along with others in a clubhouse and... You know, he's going to be in for a rude awakening that there's not going to be a lineup of teams wanting to give him 40 or $50 million a year. You know the Yankees will, will get in this. There'll be a sweepstakes for him. But all this to say that, yeah, he's been struggling. He's been struggling this year, but he still freaking crushes the baseball. I was looking. We could, we'll go over it after, actually, on the other side here. But I was going over it a bit, and just looking at, all right, who hits the baseball the furthest and who crushes it the most, et cetera. I was looking at more detailed home run stats, and Harper's right up there. Trevor Story actually really crushes it, but he's in Colorado, so it's a little skewed. 
you know, Trevor Story's average, like, he's hitting, like, 416 feet, the average home runs. But Bryce Harper's, like, 412 or something like that, which is pretty impressive, and he's not playing in, in, in the altitude. So when Harper touches it, you know, the baseball feels it. And the dude does have 23 home runs on the year. I mean, he's he might end up leading the National League in home runs. So, like, you know, let's not get carried away with the old Bryce Harper's really struggling stuff. We're living a long ball era right now, and – you know, the fact is he's on pace to hit 42 home runs right now. As we mentioned, Aguilar. Aguilar is the one uh, leading the National League with 24 right now. Martinez in Boston's got 29, but Martinez is not here uh, this evening. I like Freeman. I, you know, I'm a fan of Freddie Freeman. He's a great hitter, but, and you know, it's not like the, the moonshot power guy that a lot of these other guys in this competition are. He's more of a finesse dude. I can sort of see him getting into a rhythm a little bit, but I just don't think he's going to hit enough baseballs to, to beat Harper. So i got to go with Harper in that matchup. We'll break down Muncie and Baez on the other side. Freeman's got like the, uh, he's got his regular guy pitching BP to him with the Braves. It's like the, uh, who is it? I'll get it to you on the other side. Infield instructor. When you're hiring, you don't want to waste time sorting through dozens of irrelevant resumes. You want an efficient way to get to a short list of qualified candidates. That's why you need Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions based on your job requirements. Then zero in on qualified candidates using an intuitive online dashboard. Discover why 3 million businesses use Indeed for hiring. Post a job today at Indeed.com hire. Search for greatness. Search Indeed. Dad, what are you doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all. Discover Student Loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes 15 minutes or less to apply, and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Best of all, I can earn cash rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and get a great rate. So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com to apply today. Limitations apply. Marcus Cato is a baseball-loving 20-year-old Californian. In May, he was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia. Marcus now needs a bone marrow transplant from an unrelated donor to survive. The National Bone Marrow Registry is made up of only 7% African Americans, which means Marcus, who is biracial, faces a unique challenge to find a match. Text INVOLVE to 50555 to join DKMS in the fight to help Marcus and others get a second chance at life. The sharpest fantasy sports minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. You know, I opened up the show talking about all the uh, all the fat cats. All the fat cats are on vacation this week. 
our boy Mike Florio. I guess Florio's a fat cat. So that last last day of the last show of the week for Florio. Where are you going, Florio? Paris? Barcelona? No. I'm not Greg Sussman. No. I don't I don't leave the country every other month. Rome? You're Italian, gonna go Roma and go Roma. I wish, but no. No, no. So where were you? Albany? <laughs> Lake Placid? <laughs> Is that even a vacation? Lake Placid's, Lake Placid's actually pretty nice. You ever been up to Lake Placid? No. The Adirondacks. The uh, the Olympics were there. The Miracle on Ice. It's, oh, yeah, that was way up. before my time. Yeah, yeah. That's where, yeah, it was uh, upstate New York there. It's nice up there, though. Uh, all right, Flor, so who's your pick for the home run derby tonight? Well, I'm in a home run derby pool. And it, we get randomly, uh, everyone picks like out of a hat. And I have Aguilar. So I hope all the hype is correct and I win some money. A lot of hype about him coming into this. Um, as I stated, he's leading the National League in home runs with 24. Yet um, Harper's right behind him with 23. So we got Harper and Freeman talking about this matchup. How the hell do you not go with Harper? I mean, if you're playing the head-to-head matchups and... Uh, for the record, let's check in right now. Uh, MyBookie.ag actually has. Uh, they got all kinds of crazy stuff over here at MyBookie.ag for this tonight. First round matchups. Hoskins and Aguilar. Aguilar, minus 140. Freeman and Harper. Harper, minus 235. So I'll go with Aguilar. Aguilar to beat Hoskins. I'll go with Harper to beat Freeman, although... I wouldn't, like Cam was saying, you, you know, I can't recommend you lay minus 235 in a head-to-head matchup in a home run derby. There's just, it's too, it's too random. I think you've got, uh, you got a, I think you got a nice bet here with Bregman. Bregman versus Schwarber at plus 150. And then you got Baez and Muncy. I think Muncy's going to beat Baez. Muncy's minus 140. That's over at uh, MyBookie. MyBookie.ag. MyBookie.ag, of course, you get a uh, 50% uh, sign-up bonus. Uh, promo code FNTSY. I wanted to tell you about uh, the DKMS trivia challenge. Of course, uh, we, we, we have a winner. Uh, we, we have a winner. Sonny Betts stepped up and in Sonny from uh, from New York, uh, but you can still there's still more tickets uh, that we're giving away. Jorge Lorenzo, Lorenzo's Pizzeria. Uh, so uh, last week, of course, right here on Game Time Decisions, the Fantasy Sports Radio Network uh, awarded Jorge Lorenzo of New York City two tickets to the 2018 World Series, uh, two tickets to a 2018 World Series game, and you know what? I even told, uh, I told Sonny, I said, I might come down, wherever the hell it is. Let's just go. We'll bring Cam down. We'll all go to the World Series. Um, so we want to thank uh, DKMS. All right, great people, DKMS, a great cause. But um, answering trivia questions isn't the only way you can win tickets to the World Series right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You can also win by playing in, in the uh, free daily MLB contests sponsored by DKMS, held every day that uh, there is a Major League uh, Baseball game. So basically it's like uh, it's free DFS, and um, if you win, uh, then, you know, you, you advance, and at the end the winners uh, will win 
two tickets to a World Series game. Go to dailyroto.com slash DKMS where you can find out uh, how you can help to save a life and win the 2018 World Series tickets by playing free daily fantasy baseball. The contests continue every day throughout the regular season, even once football season is underway. I've always felt that fantasy baseball should stop (laughs) at the end of August. It's dailyroto.com slash DKMS, your ticket to the World Series, and a uh, blood cancer patient's ticket to life. Great cause. So uh, donate some money, too, if you you can afford it. Over at uh, DKMS. And uh, if you want to make uh, some money, we're talking about uh, these uh, matchups over at mybookie.ag. If you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, check out the Prop Builder tool at mybookie. Forget having to create uh, multiple lineups. Ditch the hassle of dealing with late scratches. Avoid experts winning 90% of the money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. And if you sign up for a new account using a promo code FNTSY, you can elect an option to receive a 50% deposit bonus with a rollover requirement, uh, obviously. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against, just you and the props that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter the promo code FNTSY upon sign-up, and choose your matchups using the Prop Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. And uh, as I'm mentioning, mybookie.ag is doing a great job uh, with the uh, home run derby. In fact, you know what? I always check around uh, various books. Now, listen, I don't like the odds uh, for everybody at mybookie.ag. I like the odds for some of them, but that's why it's always good to have multiple accounts at uh, places so you can go shopping uh, for uh, for numbers. Uh, but they've got some nice numbers up here for the, uh, the head-to-head matchups, and you can actually bet what the exact final matchup is going to be, which is pretty cool. I don't see a lot of books uh, with that option. Over at mybookie.ag, if you think it's going to be Aguilar versus Bryce Harper, it's plus 450. If you think it's going to be Aguilar versus Freddie Freeman, it's plus 900. Aguilar versus Max Muncy, plus 900. Uh, Aguilar versus Javier Baez, plus 750. Hoskins versus Harper, plus 600. Hoskins versus Freeman, plus 1,200. Hoskins versus Muncy, 11 to 1. Hoskins versus Baez, 10 to 1. Bregman versus Harper, 8 to 1. Bregman versus Freeman, 16 to 1. Bregman versus Muncy, 15 to 1. Bregman versus Baez, 12 to 1. Pretty much Bregman versus anybody in the finals, pretty big money. A Schwarber versus Harper, 5 to 1. That's something that a lot of them, I think they think it's going to happen, actually, sort of the favorites. Uh, Schwarber versus Freeman, 10 to 1. Schwarber versus Muncy, 9 to 1. Schwarber versus Baez at 8-1. to one. So it's pretty interesting if you want to take a chance and uh, lay it down on who you think the head-to-head uh, final uh, will be this evening. But as I mentioned, here, here's our picks uh, for the head-to-head matchups. Uh, MyBookie.ag lines. So uh, Aguilar is minus 140. Hoskins is plus 110. We're going to go with Aguilar here. We're going to go with Aguilar at minus 140. Freddie Freeman and Bryce Harper. I think Bryce Harper's going to win, but I can't, you know, I can't recommend it at minus 235. Alex Bregman, plus 150. That I can recommend. And, you know, listen, we're getting Bregman at plus 150, which is nice in a head-to-head matchup. Anything can happen in this, obviously. Secondly, I like the fact, as I mentioned, that Bregman's got a dude pitching to him that's uh, been in the home run derby three times before. Kyle Schwarber has a, a real estate buddy of high, of his from uh, from Miami that's going to be uh, pitching. 
uh, to him, albeit a college baseball player. Javier Baez, his brother, is going to be pitching to him. And his brother wasn't even going to show up to the damn game, man, until Baez told him, listen, if I, what, if you, uh, what if I let you pitch to me in the home run derby? Will you come then? <laughs> uh, against Max Muncie. Well, Max Muncie's been just, you know, the Dodgers always do this, man. They just show up. These guys just show up out of nowhere. They're players and, uh, and get it done. All right, so uh, Baez, uh, Baez has hit 19 home runs. Baez is a good ball player, man. Uh, he, he just is. The Cubs are a dangerous team. I'm a Dodgers fan. That's the team I fear the most, actually, uh, in the National League to get to the World Series. Uh, and the Brewers are good, but, you know, you just get the feeling the Cubs are going to put it together and, and go on one of these epic runs. But uh, Baez, hell of a ball player, 19 home runs. Uh, in the first uh, half of the season. But now you get into, uh, you get into Muncie, 22 home runs. I mean, he's just two home runs off lead in the National League. Cam brought up, you know, the power and in, in the limited amount uh, of the at-bats. And I'm going to tell you, too, a lot of the Dodger players who have been around great players, I believe it was Clayton Kershaw, he was saying, man, if you've never seen Muncie at batting practice, it's a sight to behold. Like, the guy crushes the baseball so he's got 22 home runs on the season. I think Muncie's a live shot to win this, except, you know, the only thing is you never really know, man. <laughs> like, you just don't know. I mean, nerves. You wouldn't figure that these guys would get nervous, but they do. They do. They know there's millions of people watching, and the entire league is watching. It's like the, the slam dunk uh, competition. You know, and, and it's different, right? They're just they're not used to this, but... I think it's a little bit overblown. You know, we were talking about it earlier, whether it affects a player's stroke. And, you know, there's been some guys, well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll debate this a little. We'll bring it up a little bit again tomorrow. But I personally don't think that the home run derby is responsible for throwing a, uh, for throwing a hitter's rhythm and routine off. I think it's the fact that what's thrown their rhythm and routine off is the fact that they've been off. Sometimes the, um, you know, sometimes the, um, you know, the, the the realist explanation for something is actually the simplest one. Oh, it's because of this. It's because of that. It's like, well, I don't know. How about it's because of the fact that they're off for four days? I mean, look, Major League Baseball players, look, they played on Sunday, okay? Everyone played on Sunday. Maybe even some of the stars didn't play yesterday. They weren't in the lineup, et cetera, on a getaway day game. They're not playing again until Friday now. They never do that, all right? Baseball players play 18 freaking days in a row, man. They get a day off, like, once every 18 days, once every 21 days. Like, so they're not used to not, you know, being on. Hell, even when I'm not on, if I'm not on the air for four or five days or something, I'll be a little bit rustier coming out of it. So it's, you know, like I said, sometimes the, you know, the explanation is kind of the simplest one here instead of sort of overanalyzing, oh, it, it throws people's uh, strokes off. I don't really buy into that. I mean, what's the home run derby? The home run derby is essentially batting practice. Like, you know, many of you tuning in right now, I'm sure you've, you've seen batting practice before if you've ever gone to the ballpark early. Which you know what I haven't I haven't actually I haven't seen batting practice in years, but I used to have the um, I used to have the uh, the pleasure 
It was pretty cool. It's one of my favorite gigs that I've had, actually. But when I was covering the Montreal Expos and I was doing a post-game show, you know, I used to love my job. So I used to actually show up. Plus, I was broke, and I wanted to eat uh, the food in the press box. So <laughs> I used to show up, like, every day at, like, 3.30 at the park. That's, like, when the media avail- uh, availability began. You know, so the media availability began at 3.30, 3 o'clock, 3.30, I think it was, 3 o'clock. I'd get there at 3 o'clock all the time, and, you know, batting practice, is it like 5 or so, 4.30 to 5, you know, to 6, whatever, both teams, et cetera, depending. But even though officially before batting practice, a lot of guys are out there screwing around and stuff. And um, if you watch batting practice, that's why I've always I've always sort of laughed when I see players, oh, you know what, it's bad for you, the home run derby. You know, because you're swinging for the fences and, you know, you're not trying to hit a home run all the time and it, it, it throws you out of a rhythm. And I'm like, man, you guys are so full of it. <laughs> like, there's a few people, all right? I'm not saying all of them, but there's a few players that during batting practice, you'll see that they're actually trying to do something. Like, you'll see guys, you know what I mean, in batting practice just hitting the ball to right field type thing. Or, like, they're just trying to hit it up the middle. You know, they're trying to, like, you know, to, if they're in a controlled situation where, listen, you need to get someone over you need to hit it to the left side of the uh, the, the field, so or the, you know we need it to hit, we need you to hit it to the right side of the field, etc. So you'll see isolated incidences where the hitting coach or one of the coaches on the team will be in the cage with a batter, and they they are serious about things, but it's very rare. Like I said, like you know, star players and stuff, they they're just screwing around. No one's ever talking to them, and. It drives me crazy, man, all right? And especially as a gambling man, it, it makes me irate when I'm watching a, a, a baseball game. And you see it almost every night. You're watching, you're watching a baseball game, and a pitcher comes up, and all the pitcher in the National League, all the pitcher has to do, he's asked to bunt somebody over. All right, just sacrifice, just bunt the guy over. And it turns into a freaking Broadway production, all right? You know, oh, they missed the first one. They fouled the second one off. Oh, now and then all these announcers. Well, Chuck, now there's two strikes. You can't have a bunt here. It's like, why not? What, is he going to swing and he's really going to hit it anyways? What freaking difference does it make? He's better off trying try to bunt it. But it's crazy to me. These pitchers, they can't bunt. You know, even regular players, they can't bunt. I, I was watching a game the other night. You know, it was the, uh, the Red Sox with Jackie Bradley. They said that the Red Sox have three sacrifice bunts all year. So it was funny. They went up. It was the Blue Jays and the Red Sox. And, like, Buck Martinez says, you know, well, you know, the Jays, they're not expecting uh, any sort of bunt here. Normally, and he said, you know, in the old days, you know, it would be a sacrifice bunt here. But the Jays aren't expecting it. The Blue, the, the Red Sox only have three sacrifice bunts on the entire year. That's why I hate American League baseball. It's like softball league crap. So they got three, three sacrifice bunts on the year. So what happens, of course, inevitably, Jackie Bradley uh, Jr. tries to lay down a bunt. <laughs> it's damn ugly. Like, so he tries to lay down a bunt on the first attempt. Uh, no, he fouls it off. He tries it again, strike. It was a train wreck. You know what I mean? Like, he couldn't do it. So all these dudes, all these dudes, amazing, man. They can't just bunt. Like, really. Like, I swear to God. I'm not saying I could hit big league pitching, but I'm telling you, I could get a bunt down. And... These guys can't get a bunt down, 
And yet in batting practice, you see it all the time. Like pitchers in batting practice, guys, they're betting, okay? I don't know if I'm, I'm ratting them out in this, but, uh, yeah, I'll let you know a little secret. Like pitchers during batting practice are betting with each other to hit home runs. They're like kids, you know what I mean? Like they're no, <laughs> they're like kids, and it used to drive me crazy. And I'd bring it up to them too. I'd bring it up. I'd say, you know, well, you guys, how come you guys don't pro? Oh no, no, no. Well, I can bunt if I have to bunt. And then during, and you'd be surprised during batting practice, you'll see a lot of pitchers can put it over the wall too. Like yeah, that's another thing that's a big fallacy and it's a pile of crap that pitchers can't hit. They can hit. They just they're not really told to hit. If a manager was hardcore and said, you know what, I want you to freaking hit for real, suddenly the pitchers would be able to hit better. Like, I've seen pitchers in batting practice crush baseballs. And that's what they bet on. But, of course, in a game, they can't do it. And they can't lay down a damn bunt either. Max Muncy will be my pick to win the home run derby. Max Muncy will be my pick to win the home run derby. Scout Radio coming up next. Florio, have a good vacation. Other than that, you're on your own. Later.